Shalom to all. Today's office based at Chav Zion. We are starting six lines from the top, the third word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Nisham, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yisif, Yantav, Ben, Rabbi Asher, Anshul, His Nisham, Shadav, and Aliyah. Now we are discussing a Bukhar, a firstborn kosher animal that has to be given to the Kayan who then brings it as a carbon. If the Bukhar is a permanent blemish, a mum kavua, then it's allowed to be shechted and eaten outside the base of Mikdash. The only way to determine, though, if it has this type of mum is by an expert, a mumche. And Rabbi Hudin Rabbi Shimon argued if a mumche is allowed to determine the status of Bukhar on Yontif. Rabbi Yehuda was Mekel and Rabbi Shimon was Machmer. And we have a story about this. Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya Havleyahu Bukhra, Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, who is the grandson of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, he had a Bukhar, Shadr Lekamed Rav Ami, he sent it to Rav Ami on Yontif. He wanted him to check out to see whether or not it had a mum kavua. Rav Ami said, I'm not going to check it out, it's Usr. He paskin Luchamulak Rabbi Shimon. Amalur Rabbi Zrika, Rabbi Zrika told Rabbi Ami, Vitim Rabbi Yirmiya. Some say Rabbi Yirmiya told him, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon, whenever we have Machlek, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon, Halachak Rabbi Yehuda. The Halachas like Rabbi Yehuda, and he's Mekel, and you should check it out on Yontif. Anyway, he didn't, so Hadar Shadr Lekamed Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, he sent this Bukhar to Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha. Savadol Lemachaze, he also didn't want to check it out on Yontif. Amalur Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya told him, Vitim Rabbi Zrika. Some say Rabbi Zrika told him, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon, when we have Machlek, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon, Halachak Rabbi Yehuda, Halachak Rabbi Yehuda. Now Amalur Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba told Rabbi Zrika, My time of the Lashiv Aktinu Rabbanul Mevet of this Rabbi Shimon. Why don't you let these Rabbanon paskin like Rabbi Shimon? Why are you telling them not to be Machmir? So Amr Leih he responded, Vaat Ma'abiyadcha. What do you have in your hand? What information do you possess to say that we should be Machmir like Rabbi Shimon? So Amr Leih he responded, Hachi Amr Abzera. This is what Abzera said. Halachah Rabbi Shimon. Halachah like Rabbi Shimon. Now Amr Mandehu. Mandehu means someone said there was a person there and he said, Eski ve'esak lahasam. I should be zaycha. I should merit to go all the way there to go to Eretz Yisrael. Ve'agmar l'shmaitz mipumei demara. And I should be zaycha to learn this halacha from the master himself. Meaning I would like to hear this halacha from Rabbi Zera himself. And Kisalak lahasam. When we went over there, when he went to Eretz Yisrael, Ashkeler Rabbi Zera. He found Rabbi Zera. And Amr he asked him, Amr Meir halacha Rabbi Shimon. Did you say that halacha is like Rabbi Shimon? Amr he responded, Loi. I never said halacha is like him. I know Mustabra Amri. I said that it's logical to say that halacha is like Rabbi Shimon, but I never passed in the halacha is like Rabbi Shimon. Meitani Masnison from the fact that the Mishnah says Rabbi Shimon, I'm Rabbi Shimon had said, Kol she'ein mumai nikam rodiyim. If the mum wasn't determined before Yontif, ein zemuna muchan. So then it's not considered muchan. You're not allowed to determine it on Yontif. And the Ketani Lo Bebraisa. We also had a Braisa, Balashan Chachamim that said the same thing, just quoted it in the name of the Chachamim. So Shema Minam Estabrakavase. It seems to be that it's logical that Halachas like Rabbi Shimon, but never actually said that Halachas like Rabbi Shimon. And now the Gemara asks, My Havala, what exactly is Psak? What's the final Psak? Do we say that you're allowed to check out a mum on Yatif or not? Amr Abiyasavi says, Tashma, let's learn that Talibashi Ravavi, this is something which is hung by many strong ropes, meaning many great Rabban and Pask in this. Amr Abiyasavi ben Pazi, Amr Abiyasavi ben Levi, Amr Abiyasavi ben Shol, Amr Rabbi Mishum Kahala Kadisha de Brushalayim. And what did the Kahala Kadisha de Brushalayim say? Rab Shimon Vachaverov, Rab Shimon and his friends. Who's Rab Shimon? Rab Shimon ben Manasya, who we learned about yesterday. Amru, they said, Halacha Krab Meir, the Halacha Zagrab Meir. Now, Rav Meir is also Machmir, and we're going to learn in a moment what Rav Meir says. But first, we have to analyze this. Amru, they said, Vahainu Kishishiminaituva, the Kahal Kadisha de Yerushalayim was much older than Rab Shimon ben Manasya, so why is it that they're poskening like him? So we say, no, Elabashitas of Meir Amrua, they said this in the name of Rav Meir, meaning they're just quoting something that Rab Shimon said in the name of Rav Meir, but they're really poskening like Rav Meir. And what exactly did Rav Meir say? Did not we have a Mishnah? Hashachet is a Bukhar. If a person shechted a Bukhar, and only afterwards he brought an expert down to determine whether or not this mum was a mum kavua. Rabbi Yehuda Mata, Rabbi Yehuda says it's okay. Rabbi Meir Aimer, he says, since it was shechted before it was determined to have a mum kavua, Asr, you're not allowed to eat it. We clearly see that Rabbi Meir holds that determining whether Bukhar has a mum kavua is not like determining if an animal is a trefa. A Bukhar, you have to check it out while it's still alive. You're not allowed to check out the mum after it was already shechted. Ariyas trefa, 
trefa, you could check out it's if an animal is a trefa after it was already shechted. And umina, from this statement of Rav Meir, Reb Shimon learned that Reis trefa afil biyantef. You're allowed to determine whether an animal is a trefa even on yantef because you could shecht an animal on yantef and then determine whether or not it's a trefa. Reis bechar me'erev yantef, but you have to determine whether a bechar has mum kavua already erev yantef. So we see the Rav Meir is very machmir, and so it must be since kahal kedisha dirushalayim paskin like this, we have the roiv paskining lechumra, and therefore you are not allowed to determine whether or not this animal has mum kavua on yantef. Now Amar Abai Abai asked Rabbi Yosef, are they arguing about Ryan Mumin if you're allowed to determine this mum on Yontif? They're arguing whether or not we're going to penalize a person for shechting an animal before determining its mum. When we're dealing with a cataract in the eye, that's considered a mum kavua. Everyone agrees to usher that it's usher to check it out after you already shechted it. That's because after the animal's shechted, this cataract in the eye is going to change and it's not going to be the same thing as before it was shechted. So therefore, everyone's going to agree that you have to check it out before you shech the animal. Keep pligi, what's the whole machlekes? We're talking about a physical blemish on the actual body of the animal. Rav Meir Savar, Rav Meir holds, Gazrina Mum Shabagof, Atumum Shabayin, that we're geyser, that a person's not allowed to determine this mum on the actual body after it was shechted because we might accidentally come to determine a mum in the eye after it was shechted, and we said that everyone agrees that that's not okay. Now, Rav Huda Savar, like Gazrina, that we're not geyser, and Amar Nachmar Yitzchak, Masnisa Nami Deiko, the mission is also medoik like that. Diktani had said, Rav Meir, Aymer, Rav Meir told us, Hoyl Vanishchat Shloyal Pimumcha Asar, since it was shechted before it was determined by a mumcha, so it's aser. Shmamina knasu who the kakan is shmamina. We see from here the only reason why mayor asers is because it's a knas, not because there's actually an iser for a person to come and determine a mum on yantif. So we don't necessarily have a raya from this specific case of Rav Meir. And more about checking out mumen on yantif. Ami Vardina, his name was Ami, and either the reason why he's called Vardina is because he was compared to a vered, a rose, he was very handsome, or he was just from a place called Vardina, so he was known as Ami Vardina. Chazi Bochad Ben Hava, he was the official mum determined the expert mumche that determined the mumen of the Nasi's house. But he would not determine mumen on Yantif. They went to tell Rabami that he doesn't determine mumen on Yantif. He told him, That's a good thing that he doesn't do so. Ask the Gemara, Is that really so? Rabami himself would check out mumen on Yantif. So how could Rabami say that it's a good thing that he didn't check out mumen on Yantif? So the Gemara explains, No. Rabami, he would actually determine the mum before Yantif. He checked out to see whether or not it was a mum kavua before Yantif. He would just simply ask the person, he would ask the Kayan, how did this mum come about? It's Asr Medairaisa to inflict the mum on a Bukhar. So the Kayhanim at times were tempted to do so because it really was quite the mission to bring the Bukhar all the way to the Besamikdash. Therefore, the Mumcha had to inquire how the mum came about to ensure that the Kayan didn't do it. And that's what Rav Ami did on Yantif. He actually checked out the mum before Yantif. He asked the questions on Yantif. And we have a story about this. There was a Kayan, he brought a Bukhar to Rava. It was Erev Yantif. Rav was sitting and he was rubbing his head. He was cleaning it for Yantif. He raised his eyes. He checked out the mum. And Amrle, he told this person, Go away today and come back tomorrow. When he came back the next day, meaning when he came back on Yantif, Amr Rav asked him, What exactly happened? How did he get this mum? Amrle, so the person said, There was barley scattered on one side of the thorn fence. And this Bukhar was on the other side of the fence. This animal really wanted to eat the barley. I'll raise He stuck his head through the thorn fence. And the fence split his lip. Amr Lay, Rava asked him, Perhaps you caused it. Perhaps you put the barley on the other side of the fence so that he would stick his head through the fence and get this mum. Amr Lay, the person told him, Lay, I didn't do that. So we see that you're supposed to ask these questions to determine whether or not the person inflicted the mum himself. Ask the Gemara, Who says that indirectly causing a mum is usr? The Tanya, the Bryser says, The Pasuk tells us, 
mum lo yeboy. It's not allowed to have a mum in it. Ainly elish lo yeboy mum. I only know from here that you are not allowed to directly inflict this mum on it. Minan shlo yigram lo yade davar acher. How do you know you're not allowed to indirectly cause it to get a mum? Shlo yavi batzei kaidvelo. You're not allowed to bring dough or a juicy pressed fig v'yinichlei gabei ha'ezin and put it on the animal's ear. Kadesh yavai kelviet lenu. So the dog should come and bite it and wound the animal in the process. Tamalarim. The pasuk says kol mum amar mum. The pasuk says mum that you're not allowed to directly cause a mum. And v'amar kol mum. And we also learn from there that you are not allowed to indirectly cause a mum. And that's why we see that even indirectly causing a mum is usher. And so we're supposed to not only check out the mum, but we're also supposed to determine how this mum came about. And more about animals on Yontif. Behemoth an animal that died on Yontif, loyes his animal coming, you're not allowed to move it. It's mukta. Umaisen, there was a story. Vishalus from Tarfan Aleo, they asked from Tarfan about an animal that died on Yontif, and about Chalo that's supposed to be given to a kind, but it became Tameh. And he went to the base Majish Vishal and he asked everyone, and they told him, you're not allowed to move them from their place. The reason why Chalo is not allowed to be moved is because since it's Kachim which became Tameh, it has to be destroyed. There's an Isra of destroying Kachim on Yantif, and so therefore it's not allowed to be moved because it's Mukta. The Gemara suggests, Let's say that our Stam Mishnah is not like Rab Shimon. Titania, we have a Brisa. Rab Shimon, he says, You're allowed to cut up gourd in front of an animal on Shabbos. You're allowed to cut up a carcass of an animal and feed it to dogs on Shabbos. Rab Yudaimer, he says, If it wasn't an Avela on Erev Shabbos, if it was alive when it came into Shabbos, Asura, it's Asur. So we learn from there that according to Rab Shimon, even though it was alive when Shabbos came in and it died on Shabbos, you're still allowed to cut it up. So it seems to be that our mission is not Rab Shimon because Rab Shimon would probably allow you to move an animal that died on Yontif. So the Gemara says, No, I feel him Rab Shimon, our mission could even be Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon agrees that if it was a perfectly healthy animal and then it died on Shabbos, just soon, then it's Asur. And the only time it's permitted is if it was sickly when it went into Shabbos and you're assuming that it was going to die, then once it dies, you're allowed to cut it up and feed it to the animals. However, if it was perfectly healthy, you're not allowed to move it. The Gemara asks, Honey, this is good according to Mar Bar Meimer Mishmei Derava. The Amr he says that Maida Hayer Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon agrees that Balichaim Shemesu Sheasurin that if a perfectly healthy animal died on Shabbos or Yontif, that it's Asir Shaper. So that makes sense that he could fit with our Mishnah. El Mar Bred Rav Yosef Mishmei Derava. But according to Mar Bred Rav Yosef, the name of Rava, the Amr he says Chalak Hayer Reb Shimon Afilu Balichaim Shemesu Shemutarim. The Reb Shimon argues and he says even if it was a perfectly healthy animal that died on Shabbos, it's still mutter to cut up and give to dogs. Michael Meimer, what can we say? Our Mishnah is clearly not like him because he would allow us to move this nevela on Yantif. So Tergumah Zairi, Zairi explains in our mission of Behemoth's Kachim that we're actually talking about a Kachim animal and that's why it's not allowed to be moved. And Dekanami, we can medike that for our mission. Dekanami, it said in our mission, Aleha ve'al chal shenitmes, that they asked Reptarfen about it, about this animal that died, and about chal that became Tameh. Ma chal de Gadisha, just like chal is Kaddish, af Behemoth de Gadisha, it must be this animal that they were asking him about was also Kaddish. Ask the Gemara, El time of the Gadisha, it seems to be that the only reason why they weren't allowed to move it is because it was Kaddish, it was Hektish. Hadachul and Sharia, but that seems to be that if it was chul, then you'd be allowed to move it. So this makes sense according to the Manda Amr that holds that Reb Shimon would allow even a perfectly healthy animal that died. It's allowed to be moved. It's allowed to be cut up and given to dogs. He says that if it was a perfectly healthy animal that died, then it's us or you're not allowed to cut it up and give it to dogs. So Michael Mamer, what could we say? Our inference in the Mishnah is incorrect. If it was a perfectly healthy animal that died, Reb Shimon would say that you are not allowed to move it. So Gemara says, you're right, Hachamayaskin over here, what are we talking about? Misukenes. It wasn't a perfectly healthy animal. It was a Misukenes. It was definitely ill before Yantif. Videvriakal, this is according to everyone. And the only reason why he's not allowed to move it on Yantif is because it's Kachim, but if it wasn't Kachim, he would be allowed to move it. And the mission continues, people are not allowed to group together to buy an animal on Yantif. They're not allowed to go to the butcher together to buy an animal to be shechted on Yantif and divided up in between them. They could group together before Yantif, 
Shneim, and then on Yantif, he could shecht it and divide it up in between them. Now the Gemara has my Ein Nimnin. What does that mean? They're not allowed to group together. Amr Rabbi Yehuda Mershmul, Ein Paiskin Dam L'Chatchila Al Behem BeYantif. They're not allowed to divide it up monetarily before Yantif. Meaning they're not allowed to come to the butcher on Yantif and say, "You have an animal for thousand dollars. Here we are, ten people. Each of us is going to give a hundred dollars. Please divide it up equally between all ten of us." That's Asr on Yantif. So the Gemara asks, "Hechi Avid." So what are they supposed to do? They forgot to join together before Yantif to purchase an animal, and on Yantif they need meat. So what are they supposed to do? So Amarav, maybe Shtei Behemas, they bring two animals, the one they're about to shecht and the one they're not going to shecht. And they stand them right next to each other. Vaimer and the butcher says, Zukazu, this one is just like that one. Everyone can see that these are animals of equal value. They shecht one of them, and then after Yantif, they take the one that wasn't shechted, they evaluate how much it is, and then everyone splits the cost equally, and that's permitted. And Tayin we have a price like that. A person shouldn't tell his friend, I'm going to give a sela or two slime towards this animal. He could say, I'm going to give half, a third, or a quarter, meaning he's not allowed to be involved in a monetary discussion on Yontif. He's allowed to say, I'm going to give half, a third, or a quarter, and afterwards, he's going to pay that amount of money, but he's not allowed to say how much money he's going to give on Yontif. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.